Kesin live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome aboard to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel live. David Essel in the box with you. Hey, thank you so much for taking some of the time out of your weekend to spend with us. Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time, celebrating our 24th year, working on the 25th year. January 1st, we'll be going into year number 25. I can't believe it's been that long. Incredible. Proud to be part of the premier iHeart Clear Channel Radio Network. Toll-free 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. Got to do a shout-out, a couple of them here, to uh, Mary in New York, who's back with us after six-week vacation. That must have been nice. Just texted us in saying, I'm back. Missed you for six weeks, but now I'm back. And then to our youngest and, uh, and, and, and a person that I'm most proud to have as a listener to the show here on Saturdays, Elle, six years of age, and she's back listening to us. So welcome to Mary and Elle. Glad that you're both here with us. It's great. We cover those topics that have to do with becoming more alive in life, more passionate, bringing you the top guests in the world to help you to understand more about what is going on. And, and right now, I am really excited. Heather White is with us, award-winning uh, nonprofit executive, 24 five years experience on labor and human right issues and there is a brand new documentary she's the producer and co-director of who pays the price the human cost of cheap electronics and if you have read anything about heather's work with this and and what is going on in the world uh, especially one of the things that we talk about is the small electronics being reproduced or produced in China and the effects that some of the chemicals are having on the workers there it'll blow your absolute mind heather welcome to the show thank you david nice to have you I, w- would you call yourself a whistleblower with this project, I would call myself a whistleblower because this is a hidden problem that people don't know about. It hasn't been written about. The factories and the companies are trying to keep this information under wraps. And, yes, my colleague and I are blowing the whistle on what's happening mm. in cell phone factories. And 300 articles written on your topic in the year 2014, Heather. What does that feel like to you? It feels absolutely great. I'm so excited that people around the world have responded and they're very interested in the topic. They want to know more about it. We've been able to persuade Apple to eliminate two of the chemicals that we focus on in the trailer. It's just been really amazing to see what the worldwide response has been. And I hope with the release of the documentary that we'll just be able to continue to build momentum. Yeah. What was the tip-off for you um, that American companies were using products that were actually poisoning Chinese worker? What was the tip-off? How did you find this? Well, it really goes back to 1997 when I read an article in a Chinese newspaper that said some clinics had been established down in the area that's now an electronics production zone. But at the time, it was a big export zone that was producing primarily stuff like shoes, um, apparel, uh, printing materials, because the uh, textbook and the um, coffee table book uh, industry had been moving steadily into China. A lot of the board books, children's books, are now printed in China. You might have noticed that in the past. And at that time, the government reported that there were so many teenagers that were falling into comas and becoming paralyzed from the toxic chemicals in the factories mm-hmm. that they had to open special clinics just to take care of them because the factories were basically ignoring their claims and dumping them back on the streets and not taking care of them. So the government stepped in. And then when I got this um, opportunity to go to China at the beginning of 2012, I said, well, I'm just going to check and see if these clinics are still operating and who's in there and where are these workers? You know, are they teenagers? Are they still happening? What's going on? So, um, I was able to find some of them, and everyone in there practically uh, was from an electronics factory. And they were so young that I realized that this was a story that had to be shared with the world. And so it started with, with Apple iPhones. And in reading about what you're doing, they found that these these kids were being poisoned from benzene and N-hexane used in the iPhone finishing product. Tell us about that. Apple doesn't own any of the factories in China. They work through some very large suppliers who have factories that employ 200,000 workers, 300,000 workers. 
And the largest of those suppliers is called Foxconn. You might have heard of them before, David, when there were some suicides that were reported in 2010 and 11 at Foxconn factories. But that's the main supplier for Apple. And we started seeing in the media that workers were getting exposed to N-hexane when they were polishing iPhone and iPad screens, and they were becoming paralyzed and experiencing severe neurological damage and going into the hospital where they would stay for a year or more. And so I started interviewing people to find out if they had a connection back to Foxconn, who really is the largest employer, biggest manufacturer, almost all of the small electronics factories that I was able to find and interview workers from had a connection back to Foxconn because they're a sub-supplier to Foxconn. And often the major brands don't even know who these sub-suppliers are because they don't track their supply networks that closely. They just want to deal with the one big company. They want to go to one beautiful office and have a meeting. And they don't really go into the back alleys and the back streets to find these small workshops and these much smaller factories that may be in complete violation of local laws and standards on many issues, not just on chemical poisoning and health and safety. But for this film, I decided I would focus on health and safety because the violations were so extreme. Right, right. And and tell us about some of the people that you interviewed. What what were their conditions, their diseases, directly from these two chemicals that, that you were able to get on the documentary? I went to one hospital. Uh, I didn't know anything about whether they had electronics factory workers. I just thought I would visit this hospital that specializes in occupational disease, which means the factory is involved in paying the workers' hospital bills. They've gotten what's called an occupational disease diagnosis, which means the factory is responsible for their illness or their injury. And I just basically was sitting in the garden one day and hoping to interview some of the patients in their pajamas who were walking around getting some exercise and walking in the garden. And I met a group of girls, and it turns out they were a part of a group of 39 workers who were very young, most of them. They, some of them said that they were only 14 and 15 when they entered the factory, which is a you know, blatant violation of Chinese laws, they require that you be at least 16. But um, this group of 39 uh, became one of my main groups of interviewees, and they've been in the hospital, many of them now, for two years. Oh, uh, jeez. And hexane poisoning that they received, because what happens is that the poison lodges itself, uh, lodges itself in your joints, and you need to get injections on a daily basis, twice a day, to try to dissolve the toxin in in your body that's accumulating in different areas. And so they have to stay in the hospital. They take medication, and it's very long haul for recovery. And then I interviewed um, several individual workers who were all in their mid to late 20s because they had gotten poisoned by benzene when they were 19 or 20 in the factory. And then it takes several years for the disease to manifest itself or it to become an acute situation where they need chemotherapy and long-term care and that sort of thing. But um, all of them had been exposed when they were 18 and 19 years old and were dealing with leukemia um, by the age of 23. One of the main characters who we interviewed a lot with his family um, committed suicide at the end of January this year after just becoming so depressed and despondent about having received a terminal diagnosis. The doctor said he wasn't expected to live more than two more years. Oh. And so he just gave up, uh, which was really a tragedy because he'd recently gotten one of the larger payouts from his factory as a result of the pressure that um, we'd been able to put on the company owned by a Dutch company, in this case, not just a Chinese factory, but actually had a direct connection back to a European firm. So that increases your ability to put pressure on these companies when they're owned by a U.S. company or or Canadian or European firm. They know that the consumers and the shareholders aren't going to want to be hearing about this kind of thing. So they, they act much more quickly. Absolutely. Heather, I'm going to ask you to hang there. We're going to go to a quick break. Heather White is my guest, producer and co-director of Who Pays the Price. Now, this is at, um, you can go to the, the, the website, who pays the, uh, whopaysfilm.org. You can go to YouTube 
and go to youtube.com slash who pays film over 1 million views from just a, a snippet of the documentary youtube.com slash who pays film we're going to come back with heather and ask her more questions about this horrendous experience that these young kids are facing in china and the end result that we're hoping to see now in the near future uh, this interview will be archived at our website talkdavid.com after 9 p.m eastern tonight if you have friends and family that need and want to know this information as we all should check out the archived interview if they're not listening live right now. My name is David Essel. Stay right there. upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. David.com. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com, order toner, and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust thetonerkings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years. Thetonerkings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product. So there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with the Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at thetonerkings.com. Visit thetonerkings.com today. That's thetonerkings.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com. 
You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Uh, an amazing insight into a world that I have no idea about. Thank you to Heather White and her co-director for doing the work to put this together. Of course, producer and co-director for the documentary Who Pays the Price, The Human Cost of Cheap Electronics. Is, uh, Heather, is, is it truly Apple the only major U.S. manufacturer that is at fault here? Are there others? Are there, is there like a top ten, a top five that you say they're all falling victim to doing the same thing to Chinese workers with these, uh, these chemicals? They're all in the same factories. All of the workers that we spoke to had been working on many different brands. In the same breath that they said Apple or iPhone, they would also be saying Samsung, they would be saying LG, they would be saying Microsoft, uh, they might mention Dell. There are a lot of different brands that are all producing, in the, because none of these brands own their own factories in China right. at least. But then you find the Korean brands, like Samsung, they actually do own their own factories in Korea. And they're not nearly as widespread in the factories in China as Apple is, for example. Apple is, you know, the massive number one brand that's being produced in right. southern China in the electronics zone. So that's why so many threads lead back to the Apple supply chain, whether Apple is aware of these suppliers or not. But one thing I do need to point out, because uh, there are a lot of comments on the website and people, you know, have been writing in their comments on our Facebook page and on the YouTube, which has been great. And most people are very concerned. But every now and then you get a person who says, oh, well, Samsung and Apple, they're exactly the same. Why not just put pressure on them equally, which we would be happy to do. But I'd just like to point out that South Korea is a democracy. They allow trade unions. They have freedom of the press. They allow nonprofits to operate, advocating mm. for workers, the families mm. of young workers who've died from leukemia, because Samsung does have the same problem with benzene in the factory. They haven't agreed to ban benzene the way Apple has yet, and I do hope that Samsung and the other brands will get on board soon. But um, in the case of workers dying from chemical poisoning, there are avenues in society in South Korea that can be pursued by the families, by the victims, etc. But in China, you don't have that. You actually have a crackdown right now, a five-year crackdown on nonprofit groups and advocates for workers and people wow. trying to get labor unions going because yeah. the government does not want labor unrest. They don't want wages mm -hmm. to rise. And this recent wave of protests in Hong Kong is right. really um, a very important display of people's desire for freedom and open society. The groups that helped me actually find these workers in the factories were Hong Kong labor-oriented groups that work under the radar in China and provide money and support and try to bring awareness to what's happening in the factories there. So they're a very important piece of um, mm the network of folks who are trying to improve conditions and get the word about what's happening in these factories. Is, is there, are there success stories of people that have been poisoned and have come back and lived normally, or is there never a normal ever after? We haven't found people yet who are completely healthy. Uh, I've been filming in China uh, over the last 18 months. And we do have a couple of people in our film who are well enough. They've left the hospital. They have not a clean bill of health, but they do go back into the hospital periodically for tests and treatment. But they're well enough to work. And when they decide they want to work again, I've been so amazed that they choose to work as advocates in these underground groups trying to help other workers in the electronics areas. Wow. And trying to put the word out and warning people and then helping workers who've had to leave their jobs because they've gotten sick. They try to help them get compensation and hold the factories accountable financially. So at least right. their medical expenses and their chemotherapy will get paid for by the factory. So many of these workers are paying for their chemo out of pocket. I mean, can you imagine what, what it would cost us to be yes. paying for our own cancer treatment and fighting the factory while they're ill? The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the pressure is just overwhelming. But I've been so touched by the 
spirit and the heart of these workers that when they do get better enough to work, that they want to help others and they want to have the opportunity to share with others and let them know that there is a possibility for life after the factory, after their injuries. Many of the people who aren't in this trailer that's up on YouTube but who we've been following lost hands in the factory, um, making cell phones, making housings for the um, electronics where they're operating these large stamping machines that are churning out hundreds of housings for cell phones or other devices per hour. They're put into these jobs with virtually no training. They're teenagers, 15 and 16 years old, and literally within the first week, they've lost their right hand. Oh, my gosh. Hey, are you, were you, are you harassed in China doing this filming? I can't imagine that they're, they're fans of yours. Well, fortunately, we've been able to keep a quite low profile. We've okay. gotten a lot of support from people who've learned about the project. I have to say that it's been surprisingly successful in terms of our ability to film, our ability to interview people. People are willing to talk to us. They're sharing mm. their stories. They're showing us all of their documentation so that we're able to have the proof on paper that their story yes. is as they're claiming because it's absolutely necessary to maintain the standards of journalism when you're doing a documentary film like this. Mm-hmm. They've just gone out of their ways. They've taken us to their villages. Their families have welcomed us. And we've even gotten coverage on one of China's largest daily newspapers about the film. Wow. So we're That's not surprising. Getting Yes. I, I, you know what, Heather, of all the things that you've said so far, that is the most surprising. You would think that they would be coming down on you like white on rice, not to use a Chinese <laughs> analogy, <laughs> but, but, but you would think that they would not want this message to get out of, of China. They would surely, and with a million views on YouTube, I just can't imagine that they're still allowing you, but, but more power to you for doing it. Um, I, I have a quick question. Can you stay past this next break uh, and, and come back for one or two more questions, or are you on a really tight timeline? Absolutely. I can stay. Okay, that, that would be great. Let me, let me give out the information again. We're talking to Heather White, producer and co-director of the documentary, Who Pays the Price? The Human Cost of Cheap Electronics. You can go to the website, whopaysfilm.org. You can watch the trailer on YouTube, youtube.com slash whopaysfilm. Let me say that again. YouTube.com slash who pays the film. It's shocking. This is this is an amazing case of whistleblowing that is actually starting to get movement, much more movement than maybe even Heather and the co-producer could have believed. If you want more information or if you have friends and family that are missing this right now, listen to the archive show. It'll be up after nine o'clock Eastern time tonight at talkdavid.com. This is important information that we get out to the rest of the US, not just the world, the rest of the US. US so that we can help Heather and the project become even more successful than they could ever imagine. I'm David Essel, back right after this break. Stay there. Hi, this is David Essel, and of course you're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show that transforms lives. And during this short break, On the XM channel, while news and sports are playing, we're going to give our internet listeners a little bonus here, a little benefit for being with us online, and that is I'm going to share a couple tips that I know in the past 25 years of being a a master life coach, inspirational speaker, and more can really help you right now. So let's just jump right into it, and then we'll go right back to the show so you won't miss a thing, I promise. Number one, have you ever heard of the... um, of the reason why people don't stick with goals? Do you know the number one reason why people will start on New Year's Eve, let's say? You know, they'll, they're going to lose weight and quit smoking and quit drinking and make more money and forgive their parents and find new love or resurrect their marriage, whatever it might be. Do you know why the number one reason why people don't stick with their goals? Year after year after year, they have great intentions, you know, but remember, good intentions pave the way to hell. <laughs> so we can't be thinking about that as the only reason that, uh, that individuals would start a goal or stop a goal is because of intentions or lack of. But the number one reason is because of something called human nature. And the definition of human nature is our desire to get the most out of life with minimal effort. Now think about it. That's what sabotages Everyone who has a great goal that will offer a great reward and the reason that they don't stick with it is because of human nature. 
We want the most out of life with minimal effort. Now, I want to tell you the opposite. The answer to be successful in accomplishing your goals in life is something we call human success. And the definition of human success is individuals who are willing to walk through any resistance, any blocks, any excuses to get what they want out of life. So it's kind of oxymoronic, isn't it? We're sitting there going, well, I really want to lose weight or make more money or whatever the goal is. And so you'll start going after something for 30 days, maybe even 45 days. But if you don't get what you want, that instant gratification, you're going to stop. That's human nature. I want the most out of life, but I really don't want to put a lot of effort into it. And yet when we look at all the people in life who are successful with great spiritual paths or they're making great money or they have a deep love relationship or they've lost a lot of weight and kept it off is because they're willing to do the uncomfortable every day. If you take anything away from all the work we do on XM with our show, David S. Alive, that you're listening to right now via the Internet, If you take anything away, it's this, is that the key to success, the number one key for human success in life is doing what is uncomfortable every day. But here's the good news. That's kind of the bad news, right? Here's the good news. Whatever we start doing that we don't want to, like getting up earlier in the morning or making extra prospecting calls or whatever it is that we have to do that we don't really want to, it eventually will become habit. And the most successful people in the world, and a lot of them you're going to hear me interview on our show, are those people that know that this is the key. They're willing to do what is uncomfortable. In other words, they look at excuses and they go, yeah, I used these excuses in the past, but forget it. It's over with. I'm going to follow this new path, which means I'm going to get up and keep doing that uncomfortable task until it becomes comfortable. Look at riding bikes, right? Or learning how to swim or anything else. In the beginning, it's uncomfortable. Hey, losing weight, making more money, finding great love, getting a deep spiritual path, whatever that is, is going to take the same commitment. And we are here to support you 100%. David Essel Alive, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern Time, 3 to 6 Pacific Time. We are here every weekend to help you, and I'm so glad you're with us. Now, let's jump back into the show. Every Saturday, we are here for you. Tune in, let your friends know, and streaming live through TalkDavid.com. I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about next. This is David Essel. Stay right there. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Celebrating 24 years on the air as we bring you information to help you make better decisions in your life from all across the board. Proud to be part of the iHeart Clear Channel Premier Radio Network. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. My guest right now, Heather White, producer and co-director of the documentary Who Pays the Price, The Human Cost of Cheap Electronics. And, and Heather, have you been harassed by any of the U.S. companies or other companies when they find out you're doing such an in-depth documentary that is pointing the fingers at their choices, even if it's their choices of using vendors that aren't taking care of the employees? Has has anyone tried to pressure you guys, harass you guys? Nobody has so far, which has been great. I've gotten a few emails from Apple asking questions of clarification, very polite, very respectful. I knew somebody there, um, so she knew how to get in touch with me with my email address, and she'd worked for another company that I used to do consulting for several years ago. So um, everything was very relaxed and friendly, and uh, I sent her the names of the cases that we were focusing on and who their employees were, how to reach them. And then soon after that, they announced that they were going to be banning the two chemicals that we focus on in the trailer. So that's just been fantastic. But nobody else has reached out to us. We haven't um, received any angry response. But I didn't expect that because I've worked for many years with companies that are trying to figure out what the risk in their supplier chains are around the world on child labor issues, on sweatshop campaigns. And in my experience, the companies have been um, always very appropriate in terms of um, how they communicate and uh, respectful. I haven't received any harassment. But where sometimes people do get into some problems is when you're dealing with security guards on the periphery of factories. And I do have experience with my teams in different countries. We used to work in about 60 countries a year 
when I was running a nonprofit that I started um, in the mid-90s. And so we always had to um, tread very carefully and be extremely cautious around um, environments where security guards and people who might be uh, working in any kind of security uh, role mm-hmm. for the factories are. And so we just played it very safe um, in those situations. And we know we were filmed because we did some filming of some demonstrations by parents of a young man who's in the film who um, received a traumatic brain injury when he was working on the iPhone several years ago, and his family hasn't gotten any compensation yet, and the parents regularly go in front of the gates at Foxconn and protest, and they've got banners and placards and that sort of thing. And then the security usually comes and takes them away. But I think because we were there as foreigners um, in July when we were there filming them, they didn't bother us. They just stayed on the periphery, and then they went away probably because they were used to them. Right, right. If if there was concrete changes now from this this documentary, who pays the price? And you and you and your your co producer say this is what we would like to see in twelve months happen from putting this documentary out. Could could you give me one or two or three extremely concrete hopes and dreams that you have, which will be tangible changes within these companies and their practices? I wanted to keep my asks simple because having worked on campaigns where companies were involved, it's very important just to make your uh, requests something that's actually doable. You don't want them to give their profits back to the workers because that's just not going to happen. But in this case, I decided that my request would be I want them to ban benzene and I want them to ban anhexane throughout their supplier networks. And I was very gratified that Apple chose to do so with the release of just the trailer before our completed film is even out and shared with the world. But I do want these other brands to step up as well and agree that they're going to eliminate these two very toxic, very life-destroying chemicals from the manufacture of the phones because they're not necessary in the production. They're actually just used as solvents to wipe off dust and little bits of plastic, little bits of components, Mm. or to polish the screens before N-hexane was being used widely, they were using rubbing alcohol because they just right. need something that can you know, remove and eliminate all the dust and make it clean so that they can move to the next level of assembly. And to be using benzene and N-hexane, they're cheap, they're manufactured in China, and so they can buy them in 50-gallon drums and distribute them throughout the production lines, but they don't need to be doing that. They can easily be substituting other less dangerous chemicals. They don't cost that much. Apple did not announce a price increase when they released that they're going to be eliminating benzene and N-hexane. So we're talking about something that's very easily done and, and could be eliminated in production of cell phones in six months if all the brands made a commitment to do so. Any idea of the percentage of workers who are using these chemicals or were using these chemicals that were negatively affected? Is it 100%? Is it 80%? These kids that are poisoned? Well, it's hard to get the numbers from the Chinese government because um, they're a communist country and they don't like to release any information that reflects negatively on their factories or on foreign investment. But some of the experts that we've been interviewing for the film have said that they expect that the government statistics are underreported by at least 50%. And some of the official numbers coming from the government um, have stated that 228 workers or more die every day in accidents or from occupational disease. Um, One every five hours, the majority from benzene, are chemically poisoned in production of goods that are largely for export. Wow. 200 million people in China every year are working in hazardous environments, which place them at risk for losing a hand or for developing a serious illness as a result of the chemicals that they're exposed to. Right. We're talking about big numbers. Yes, yeah, huge numbers. When will the film be completed? When will the documentary "Who Pays the Price" be out? Well, we want it to be released by March first, so that we can catch some film festivals and begin uh, distribution to television stations around the world. Because we've received a lot of requests from 
broadcast TV uh, to be able to run some of our footage and to do their own shows and to run our film when it's ready. Uh, but we need to raise the funds for the final editing, so we're going to launch an Indiegogo campaign this oh, week. Oh, good. Yes. Nice. By October 15th, we will have an Indiegogo campaign at Indiegogo.com where people can contribute from $5 up to whatever amount they'd like to contribute um, to help us complete the film. Very nice, very nice. Heather, I think this is just phenomenal. Let me give the website out again, whopaysfilm.org, the website for who pays the price, the human cost of cheap electronics, and the YouTube clip with over 1 million views, youtube.com slash whopaysfilm, youtube.com slash whopaysfilm. Heather, thank you so much for being with us. Amazing information that you shared. What a phenomenal project you've got going, and the rewards already from the Apple changes, from the awareness. Awareness that you that you guys are doing is just off the charts awesome. I'm so happy for you all. Thank you so much, David. It was a pleasure to be on your show today. Yes, a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was really great. Have a, a wonderful rest of your weekend, too, Heather. Thank you. Take care. You're, you're welcome. Bye-bye. 1-800-548-TALK, 800-548-TALK. Let's, let's go and support, as she said, Indiegogo. You can go ahead and support their, their campaign that they start October 15th. Who Pays the Price, uh, the website again, whopaysfilm.org, and the YouTube, youtube.com slash whopaysfilm. Things that the U.S., here in the U.S., I mean, if it wasn't for people like Heather and her team doing this work, we would not have a clue. And if it wasn't for her work, Apple would never have had a, a, the incentive to change. And then, hence, we would have continued to see the cycle go downhill. Glad to see we're spiraling uphill. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us, 941-266-7676. Coming back from the break, we'll be looking at your emails, your texts, getting you the information that you so want. And don't forget, every one of our interviews is archived at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. stuck in life, just not happy with your body, income, or love life? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. I think the cool thing about David Essel's way of teaching, really, is the way he asked the right questions and then had me do the homework to write down the answers to those questions. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are creating the life they've always wanted. So happy to say that next month will be four years sober, and I owe a lot of that to David Essel's help and friendship through the process. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. 
Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town you're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific for the past 24 years. Glad and proud to be part of this program right here on iHeart Clear Channel Premier Radio Network. So 1-800-548-TALK, 800-548-TALK. Text us, 941-266-7676. Getting to some of your texts. I was watching one of your YouTube videos and saw you talking about Dennis Waitley. Have you ever met him or interviewed him? And the answer is yes. Dennis Waitley, one of the a great uh, sports psychologists, turned into a human psychologist, turned into a motivational speaker, author, he was. We, we interviewed him several times on our radio show here, David Essel Alive. We sure have, and uh, and loved him. And then, probably one of the coolest experiences I had was I was out in Salt Lake City at at their big auditorium out there, speaking to an audience of about five thousand speaker or five thousand people, the largest audience I've ever spoken to. And uh, I'm about to go on stage, and this woman comes up to me and says, "David, we have uh, someone very special who's going to introduce you." And I looked around. I didn't recognize anyone. And I said, who's that? And he goes, they said, well, he's out there speaking right now. And it was Dennis Waitley who was the speaker just before me, <laughs> which was amazing. So here's a guy that I had interviewed on the radio show. He's on the same stage speaking. And he had requested that uh, he be the one to introduce me, which was one of the most blessed things that could ever have happened. So... Yes, and he did this amazing introduction, and then I came out and uh, and did my thing to the 5,000 people. But that, so the answer to your question, yes, I have interviewed him several times, met him once, and just love the type of work that he does. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, text us, 941-266-7676. This just came in. Do you think that carbohydrates are the culprit for a fat USA? And the answer is, heck Yes. Carbohydrates are one of the biggest problems we have. We talked about that earlier today in the show. It's the simple carbohydrates. It's the white flours and the sugars that really lead us into the problem because we have a tendency to overeat them. 
one of the analogies I always give people is that, you know, that, that, that clients can overeat cookies and crackers and bread and pasta and all this kind of stuff, rice. But you don't see people overeating chicken breasts, you know, or or um, or some other food. You don't see people overeating Brussels sprouts or overeating broccoli unless it's in some kind of cheese sauce or something. Right. But. But so we, we, we encourage people to cut back on the simple carbohydrates and to increase the complex carbohydrates that you will find in vegetables, especially. Pre-diabetes is out of control. Um, in looking at the, the number of people in this country that have high blood sugar, that we go looking at six, eight, ten-year-old kids with high blood sugar levels, uh, pre-diabetes is just raging out of control. The adult onset of diabetes is, is again, growing at exponential rates. And it's all because of the simple carbohydrates. And simple carbohydrates are in alcohol as well. So we have to look at that. What do we need? High protein, high fiber, high veggie diets would just be phenomenal. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, I hired a sales manager to help turn around my sales force of 20 people. It's been 30 days, no change. He says he's gaining trust, and then he will start to do what you say, David, action steps plus consequences. Is he right, or is he a lazy sales manager? You know, I think he's right. Oh, my gosh, he's only been with you for 30 days? No, 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 no. Slow down. Uh, as the owner of the company, I think you need to slow down. And to it can take easily 90 days for a new sales manager to gain the trust of the department before there is going to be major shifts, maybe even 120 days. But I'd give him 90 to 120 days of building trust, and then he can start taking action and with the the consequences that he talked about. I, I think you you got you hired someone really smart. It sounds like to me. I like his approach, and I think it's beautiful, just beautiful. One eight hundred five four eight. Talk text us nine four one. Two six six seven six seven six. We get so many texts, and I'm going to try to get to many as I can. I was at a conference you spoke at yesterday. Oh, and I know which one that was—the public relations conference that I spoke at. And you were discussing the question, "Who am I?" Could you please share that again? As my husband is listening to you, and he wants to hear the answer too. Absolutely. So here's the story. I'll tell you what happened to me. Most of us. When we're asked, you know, who are you really? Most of us come up with a perception of who we are, but not necessarily the reality. And this is where it's healthy to ask other people, who do you think I am? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? I think it's a great question to have uh, to have other people ask us, and then we give us the, give them our answers to see how close we are to reality. So. I was talking to a friend of mine several years ago who's also a therapist, and she said to me, let's play the game. Who am I? And I said, sure. So she said, you go first. So I went on and gave this explanation, and we only had, we gave each other like a minute. We didn't want someone to go on for an hour. So, but basically what I was saying is I was, you know, I was someone who's passionate about my work, and I was a laid back island dude that wears a suit when he speaks, and I started laughing, and she looked at me, and she said, no, seriously, tell me who you are. (laughs) I said, I just did. And she shook her head and started laughing so hard. She said, David, you're a laid back island dude in a suit. And I go, yeah. She said, that perception is so far from reality. You are one of the most intense men I've ever met. That maybe is something that you're working towards, but it's not who you are. And as she said it, I realized she was right. Like my perception, I do, I drive hard. I drive very hard. And the perception that I'm a laid back island guy because I take one day off a week to go to the beach is not accurate. And so it was a wake up call for me. So what I would say is find someone you trust and do the who am I question and ask them to give you who they think they are, their strengths, et cetera, and then tell them what the truth is. Many times, so that we do not have to change, we create an image inside ourselves of who we are, which may not be accurate at all. So think about that. 1-800-548-TALK. Oh, this just came in. Uh, David, I was listening to the interview on the movie about Hector and the search for happiness, and something dawned on me and my boyfriend. We've been talking and reading about open relationships. So what does it mean to be in an open relationships? Uh, to be in an open relationship. 
it was mentioned a little bit about the movie that you talked about as well as we see it on Facebook and other dating sites where people put their relationship status as in an open relationship. We don't understand it. We're interested and want to know more. So what that basically means is being in an open relationship means that you're able to date other people. So you may have a significant person that you date, that you see, but they that you've both agreed. Now, this is conscious. This isn't people that are in a relationship and they cheat behind their partner's back. Being in an open relationship says, hey, I love you. I like you a lot. I really, really like you, but I want to be open. I want to be able to see other people. And that's basically what it means. Some people want the flexibility to be able to do that. Um, some partners are going through a divorce and they may meet someone they really like, but then they go, you know, I really like you a lot, but I can't just commit to one person. I need to be more flexible. And that could be something that they're just not fully available. Some people are dating people that travel a lot and they say, you know what? I just want to be in an open relationship. You're gone two weeks a month and I want to have companionship while you're not here and be in an open relationship. Some people just choose it for a lifetime. That they want the flexibility to have a partner to do things with, but they truly want the flexibility that if they meet someone else that they can go and date them, uh, see them, do things with them. So that's basically what it means to be in an open relationship. In our work that we started 25 years ago in the world of counseling and coaching, we see people that come into the office that are curious about this. What would it be like to not have to worry that if I'm not with someone I'm dating that I can flirt without guilt? I can flirt without the worry of being caught. I can go out to a movie or be intimate with someone other than the person that I'm dating. So I want to see how do we communicate about this. And there are couples that will come into the office that will sit down and talk about the pros, the cons, the ability to, to do this without insane jealousy or insane insecurity. And it's possible if you want it. If you don't want it, it's totally impossible. Hey, I want to remind you, between now and next week, watch that movie about Hector. Hector and the Search for Inner Peace. Hector uh, and the Search for Happiness is with the, title, the correct title of the movie. Hector and the Search for Happiness. Go and watch that movie. It is profoundly touching. It is life-changing. And it will help you to question what you've accepted as life right now. And maybe there's a lot of room for growth, as there was when I watched it. Be strong. Be bold. Be positive. I can't wait to be back with you next Saturday. Have an awesome week. I'm David Essel. TalkDavid.com is the site. Be well. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus.